0: Welcome back to Eye on the Community. I'm Vicki Pepper. United Health Foundation recently issued its America's Health Rankings 2021 Health of Women and Children report, which provides a comprehensive look at the health of over 58 million women and over 73 million children, examining overall health across the nation leading up to and during the early part of the COVID 19 pandemic. On the line with me is Dr. Rhonda Randall, Executive Vice President and Chief Medical Officer of United Healthcare, to further break down the key findings in the report and to discuss what can be done to address the Successes and challenges facing the health of women and children in California. Thank you for joining me, Dr. Randall. Thank you for having me, Vicki. Start by telling us about the origins of this report.
2: Thanks for that question. So, this is the fifth edition of the America's Health Rankings Health of Women and Children report developed by the United Health Foundation. It builds on the platform of America's Health Rankings, which has been in existence for over three decades. It's the United States' longest running population health report of its kind. And this report in particular looks at over 118 measures of health that impact women and children. It comes from 35 different public health sources, and it really leads up to and includes some of the early part of the COVID-19 pandemic. What we found in this report is that there are disparities that persist across a wide variety of measures. Including our physical and mental health for both women and children.
0: Why does United Health Foundation collect and disseminate this kind of data
2: to states? The health and well-being and the strength of our communities across the United States really depend on the health of all populations, including the country's women and children. So the care and the support that they have have a lasting impact through the rest of their life. Where we have more than 58 million women aged 18 to 44 in the United States and 73 million children under the age of 17 in the United States today. So, understanding the broad impact on the health at a local level is very important. So, what are the
0: strengths that we're seeing in women and children's health in California?
2: California has some areas where you're ranked in the top five, number one in the country for a low rate of mortality among women ages 20 to 44 you're right, number one in the nation one is the highest rank in this report 50 is the one that's the most challenged they also do really well with regard to smoking number one in the nation for a low prevalence of smoking during pregnancy I'm really happy to see that and also number two among smoking in women in general and number three for household exposure to smoke so those are good measures other things that we see WIC coverage. This is the Supplemental Nutritional Assistance Program, also known as women, infants and children. Some people refer to it as food stamps. We're ranked like number two in the nation for the number of children who qualify for that program that are signed up for it. And last but not least, one of the other strengths for California is a low rate of infant mortality.
0: So what are the health challenges for women and children in California? What are the areas we can improve upon?
2: Well, every state has its challenges and California is no different. About number 49 in the nation for a high prevalence of severe housing problems, number 50th in the nation with air pollution that's something that we see in many of the California reports and it's been an issue for quite some time. There's also a high prevalence of unemployment among women 44th in the nation, California is ranked for the unemployment rate among women. Students who are experiencing homelessness, California is ranked 30, 49th excuse me, for that measure, and a high prevalence of illicit drug use among youth, 41st in the nation for California.
0: And are there any standout specifics from that data that you gathered in our state that you can share?
2: We always look at things that are changing, so what is improving and what is worsening, So some of the things that are improving food insecurity decreased 34% in California. It moved from 15% of households to now 9.9% of households from the measurement year 2011 and 2013 to the new measurement period, which included years 2017 to 2019. Well women visits, so women getting their annual checkup, increased 13%. Now... 69.6% of women ages 18 to 44 in the year measured 2018 to 2019 got their well woman visit. So those measures moved in the right direction. There were also a couple notable, notable ones that got worse low birth weight babies. So these are babies who are born underweight. We know that that has a significant impact on their risk of chronic diseases and death and the health throughout the course of their lifetime. That increased, unfortunately, in California 6%. And anxiety among children ages 13 to 17 increased 100% in California, Um, now 7.6% of Parents of children ages 13 to 17 are reporting higher rates of anxiety.
0: Tell us more about some of these specific areas that require attention that you mentioned, like health disparities in maternal mortality.
2: You know, maternal mortality is a really important one. We have seen as a nation our maternal mortality rates increasing. That is mothers who are dying either during pregnancy or shortly after childbirth or the end of pregnancy within 42 days. In the United States, those rates are higher than in many other developed nations, and there's some significant variation from state to state. We saw maternal mortality rates in the United States increase for all races, but black mothers are disproportionately more affected than others with this, with regard to this measure. It's something that absolutely requires attention. Um, from a positive standpoint, we talked about smoking in women in California. I'm really happy to see those measures be so strong not smoking during pregnancy not smoking at all and not exposing children in the household to secondhand smoke that's really good another thing that we haven't talked about yet but really concerns me at a national level and for california as well one of the measures in this report looks at reading proficiency reading levels in children by the fourth grade and what we saw nationally was only one in three children who are in fourth grade are able to read at a fourth grade level For California, it was slightly worse than the national average. California ranked 37th for that measure. But what's also notable is even the state that has the highest rate of reading proficiency didn't cross the 50% mark. The highest-ranked state in our nation was only 45% of fourth-graders reading at a fourth-grade level. That really concerns us because we know that You have stronger linkages between high school graduation and that high school graduation major has a really strong linkage between but of the overall health that you'll have for the rest of your life. So those who have finished high school are more likely to be employed, they're more likely to have health insurance, they're more likely to have higher health literacy more likely to have a higher income and all of those socioeconomic measures that lead to better health throughout the course of our life.
0: One of the biggest challenges is severe housing problems in our state. What can be done about this?
2: You're absolutely right, Nikki. Housing and homelessness are considered social determinants of health. They are social issues that very much affect a person's ability to remain healthy. And so lack of those social supports, things like affordable housing, food insecurity, transportation challenges, socioeconomic stress, and behavioral health are just a few of them. In fact, we know that the majority of our health is determined by factors that happen outside of a doctor's office, and our own data at United Healthcare shows that when people who are homeless have access to stable housing, that their health is managed more effectively. And in one state, emergency room admissions dropped 60% when we provided housing to those individuals who were using the emergency room at a very high rate, and the total cost of care lowered quite significantly, as much as 50% for those who are enrolled in our housing program. We have invested quite a, quite a significant amount in um, the nation, over half a billion dollars, and in California as well. So we have worked with an organization called PATH Metro Villas in Los Angeles, where we have invested in their new 65 unit supportive housing communities, providing permanent homes to those who have been suffering from homelessness or struggling to find housing. Uh, Construction will be completed at the end of this year, we hope, on new affordable housing in Madera, California. That's going to provide 52 high-quality, affordable apartment-style homes in the region for individuals and families struggling with housing insecurity and experiencing homelessness. We're the largest private investor in both of those initiatives, providing millions of dollars in equity as part of the initiative to connect people who need housing to those support services and help them live healthier lives.
0: And how about nationally? What are some of the key national finds in this report?
2: You know, for me, mental health is top of mind as the challenge across the country today. And we see that that's disproportionately borne by women and children. What data is in this report in most circumstances is the data that's leading up to the pandemic through 2019 but some of these measures come into 2020. So we see the early effects of the pandemic, beginning to see it in this report. And we know that there's a stigma of admitting that somebody needs care. And I'm glad to see that that is starting to wane. But unfortunately, access to care across our nation remains a significant issue. We in California only have about half of the psychiatrists and licensed mental health professionals that we need to serve the residents who need treatment that's important we're collaborating with uc san diego and uc san francisco in four-year grants that tow eight million dollars to help schools grow and diversify their pipelines of child and adolescent psychiatrists as well as psychiatric nurse practitioners the goal really to make a difference in the critical shortage of licensed mental health professionals in the state of California.
0: And looking at the data, how does our state compare to the rest of the country when it comes to our overall health care disparities? So some
2: of the things that we saw nationally in the data is, again, on those mental health measures, anxiety among children ages 13 and 17 rose 21 percent nationally. In California, it rose 100 percent teen suicide increase in the nation. And it's also notable as far as disparities are concerned that teen suicide rate was 4.7 times higher among American Indian and Alaskan Native adolescents than Black adolescents. Mm. So some of those negative trends in behavioral health um, may have been exacerbated by the pandemic. So we need to keep that in mind as we think about the um, Things that can exacerbate it, like isolation, for example. On the maternal health front, something else that we're noticing, maternal mortality increased 16% in the United States. We mentioned earlier disproportionately born by black mothers, but we're also seeing close ties to things like environmental factors, some of the social determinants that we discussed, like food insecurity, housing transportation, and health insurance coverage.
0: And how can we read the report and learn more?
2: It's available on our website, americashealthrankings.org. What I like the most about the website is that it's very interactive. So you can see how California has been doing with the health of women and children over the last five years, where things are trending, and that subpopulation data that really helps us understand variations in care among race and ethnicity, education levels. Income levels and geography, rural versus metropolitan areas, for example, and again, that America'sHealthRankings.org.
0: I've been speaking with Dr. Rhonda Randall, Executive Vice President and Chief Medical Officer of United Healthcare, about America's Health Rankings 2021 Health of Women and Children Report. Is there anything else you want us to know? This
2: report is meant to be a call to action for individuals and their communities. So, as you take a look at this report. Celebrate the strengths of California, those low infant mortality rates, those low rates of smoking, the improvements that you made in well-woman visits and insecurity, and think about the areas that are challenged, particularly anxiety increasing in children 100%, the housing uh, problems that we see, the rates of homelessness, um, and I, I think particularly area that i would pay attention to as a nation and for california is the fourth grade reading proficiency
0: thank you so much for talking with us today and sharing these findings and thank you for working to keep us healthy
1: thank you be well we really need new phones t-mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iphone 15s and each line is only 25 dollars a month new iphone 15s over here. only at t-mobile get four iphone 15s on us and four lines for 25 bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch